You are listening to the Contemplative Motherhood Podcast. My name is Chelsea. I'm a teacher, practitioner, spiritual director, and pilgrim. And I'm Erin, a creative, homeschool educator, counselor, and spiritual seeker. Listen in as we dive deeper into the contemplative lifestyle through hearing about each of our lives. You'll hear our triumphs, failures, practices, and mistakes as we journey together. You might even hear a kid or two in the background. So grab some coffee, tea, curl up, and take off your shoes. You are welcome here. Now let's get started. Hello, welcome back everyone to part two of our lingering question, is motherhood a spiritual practice? So I am one of your co-hosts, Chelsea, and I'm here with my amazing friend, Erin, again. As usual, I mean. Oh, you're sweet. Hi, friend. Um, so let's just dive right in. You know, we've set it all up with part one, and now we're time. We're ready to tie the bow, which I'm laughing because we're not going to tie this bow, but we're going to at least maybe tie a knot. We'll see. An um, open-ended bow. Right? <laughs> yeah, there we go. So we ended last time with this question that we really wanted all the listeners to kind of sit with and give it some space because. I think both Aaron and I needed this week to give ourselves space to answer this question. So this is the question we're posing today. Putting these concepts together, which is what we discussed last, last episode, understanding our societal focuses and the basic tenets of contemplative life, is there some notion that the contemplative motherhood lifestyle is also a form of spiritual practice? So what I want to open us up with real quick before I pivot to Aaron, um, this whole thing, part of it came about while I was reading a book um, that's called Wild Mercy, Living the Fierce and Tender Wisdom of the Women Mystics by Maribai Starr. And she had a one sentence line in here that I literally read, closed the book and called Aaron. And um, as I go into me talking, you're going to find out why I had to close the book. <laughs> so I'm going to read the sentence to everyone as we start off. As the mother of four girls, Asha Greer recognized early on that unless she focused on parenting as a spiritual practice, she would have no spiritual life. And so, Erin, I'm going to now give it the reins to you. And, <laughs> and can you start us off discussing why the practice of motherhood as a spiritual practice could be perceived as negative? Yeah, so that's a pretty loaded question, my friend. <laughs> um, this is this is so interesting. And, and I love that quote for multiple reasons. Um, but Obviously, what we can speak from is speak from our experience. And um, my experience has been that a lot of my personal spirituality and that lifestyle has always been a form of, um, had an element of academic study to it. And so um, I grew up in a very rich spiritual home with a lot of philosophers and um, 
theologians where there were common questions. This was something that I grew up with from a young age. I recognize that that's not always true for everyone in their everyday life, right? Um, That sort of depends on what our lifestyle has been and how spirituality or if it was introduced to us. Um, So knowing that about ourselves helps me to understand about myself um, how I have sort of carried this throughout my life. Um, I think one of the things to integrate about the negative portion of a spiritual practice of motherhood is that so often, depending on where we are and what season of motherhood as well, we are looking at the component of can I quite possibly add something else to my list, right? Yes. I can't possibly be 12 other people. I feel like a chauffeur, a short order cook, you know, um, a counselor, a life coach, you know, just there's so many roles that we feel like we fulfill on a daily basis in any season of motherhood. Um, You know, and that shifts as our children get older. But as a result, I think we often tend to compartmentalize our spirituality from our daily life as a mom because it feels like pressure. It feels like there's something else we have to do. And if we don't produce this quote-unquote product of you know, being a fully rounded mother, whatever that is, right? <laughs> yeah. Then, then we're not doing it right or we're not going to hit the mark. And that, I think, is what stumbles us in this lifestyle um, and why we often don't think to add a spiritual component or a spiritual practice to motherhood because it feels really intimidating and quite honestly, like something else we can't do. Um, Another reason for us to feel guilt, another reason for us Mm. to feel as though we are not hitting that mark. We already fight that sort of battle on a daily basis. And so the idea of adding a spiritual component where maybe possibly we don't feel like we're meeting the mark there either, that's, can just lead us into a snowball effect of gracious. Well, I might as well just set that to the side because I can't quite possibly, you know, produce what, what I'm supposed to produce and, and be reverent or holy or, or whatever term you perceive and be a mom where I feel like my daily task list is never ending and I am coming up short. And so that really, leads us as a society um, and within a spiritual context of of it being a negative thing that we need to put our quiet times and our meditation to the side and we we do this on these certain days at these certain times and you know if we don't do it then it just doesn't get done and then you know, that's that's not integrating. That's not interwoven. So instead of us viewing this as threads that are being integrated in a sort of tapestry that, that flows together, we are more compartmentalizing 
it as a task rather than a relationship priority. Um, And I think that's why so often it can be perceived as negative. So I don't know if that answers your question, but that, that just is sort of my thoughts and my personal experience. Yeah. I mean, wow. I, I'm going to try to add on to this, but I don't even know if I can because I think you explained what initially was in my head when I read that and I, when I, and later when I called you because it was just one, I was thinking like, why do I read all these books then? Why do I read all these books about how, you know, being a contemplative and, and, you know, embracing my complete whole self and everything I do with when I can just be a mom and that's my spiritual practice. Like that's initially where my head went. (laughs) It was just very upsetting because like as a mom, I'm tired. I often have to discipline my kids, you know, and, and, and teach them hopefully in loving ways and not yell too much. Uh, depends on the day when that, with that goes well. Um, and like you said, Aaron, I have, I am different identities at every point in my day when, you know, with the kids. And so thinking about this motherhood being the spiritual practice. And I had wrestled with the idea of being, even though I didn't have words about contemplatives at the time, but when I was, when my kids were really, really young and I was really, really tired, I don't know if I have more energy than then I'm getting older. So my energy is weaning, but, and I had sought out something that would make me feel complete. And then, you know, realize what it is now about just inviting and noticing the presence in my everyday life. So it almost felt like when I read that about being a mother as a spiritual practice, it took me back to before when I was just a mother and I didn't want it to be my spiritual practice. I didn't want it to define how I related to the divine. Mm. And, you know, what you said uh, was just very much where my brain went, that it was taking away, if I thought of motherhood as a spiritual practice, it almost felt like taking away me. Hmm. Because being a mom is not everything I am. It is a label that I carry, and I adore that label. I love being a mom even when I am just tired and overwhelmed. But at the same time, I am not just a mom. I am many things. And so the idea of allowing motherhood to just be a spiritual, you know, to for my spiritual practice to just be motherhood. That's how I read it. That right. my spiritual practice was just motherhood. And that's kind of where I was like, no, I do not like this line. I'm going to, but I'm going to, close the book, give myself some space, and let's figure out what's really going on. Let's stop and notice and sit with this for a while. Um, And then like you said, Erin, it was realizing that it's not so much my spiritual practice as just being a mom, but it's part of me, which is a mom is part of me. So my spiritual practice is incorporating the whole self, which includes those tired moments of motherhood, 
which includes, you know, making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for the umpteenth time for lunches and going school shopping, which is what I did today with the kids. And I literally had my kids running in three different directions and I'm <laughs> yelling their name. That's so fun. Um, <laughs> but that in itself, like if I reflect back on it and think about that, that was actually, it was a joyous time maybe because not a lot of people were there, but so, um, I think there is some truth in this and I want us to get a little bit deeper. Mm. So Aaron, going back to the original question that we've been posing, putting these concepts together, understanding our societal focuses and the basic tenets of contemplative life, is there some notion that the contemplative motherhood lifestyle is also a form of spiritual practice? Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. So these are such deep questions and we do realize that you may have to listen to this episode twice and we encourage that. <laughs> um, but I'm going to say I, I really enjoy unpacking this and I adore this particular question for a variety of reasons. Um, first of all, I think, you know, using that uh, principle of societal focus, et cetera, we're presented all the time in culture with lifestyles, right? A healthy lifestyle, a parenting lifestyle, a spiritual lifestyle, um, the lifestyle of your career, the lifestyle of gracious, where you live, your, you know, your socioeconomic status, everything is considered a lifestyle. And so often we're taught that these are separate entities, right? That, we, just like identities as a mother, these are just different things that are components of us. And that's absolutely true. But my favorite part about the contemplative lifestyle is that despite the fact that we are presented with so many of these lifestyles in our culture, they are all completely in one package and contemplative spirituality. And here's why. Um, and in essence, we talked about this in the prior episode, practices are simply an expression of a concept we've embraced, right? Yeah. Um, being present and awakened spiritually to the, the divine and within the present day life with our children. Um, but that can also apply in, in everywhere we go. So mother for, motherhood, for those of us who are experiencing it or have experienced it, know that there are defining moments that for me sort of put that period on the end of the sentence that motherhood is a spiritual practice. For example, I know that so many of us remember that moment when a child is born into our lives that we either carried or via adoption or surrogacy um, however that child entered your life, you know that from that moment on, your life will never be the same hmm. and that you will never see things the same way as you did before. And so often in contemplative spirituality, we talk about honing that heart vision, honing our spiritual vision to be able to see the world as a divine and an active present way. Um, and when we use this lens of motherhood and knowing that there are defining moments that 
are awakening experiences, then we know in essence that motherhood is a spiritual practice as well as a lifestyle. Um, but definitely, I, I, I think it's a practice within this life. And th- those particular tenets are the reason that it is. Um, that heart center, that spiritual vision, um, those moments that awaken you to seeing things in a different way that you have never seen before. And that provides, if we are willing, a spiritual depth that we may never have stepped into. Um, and so I want to ask you, Charles, you, you discussed at the beginning at first the idea of motherhood being a spiritual practice um, and it felt dissatisfying. Um, I know I felt the same way in, in various seasons of my life. I'm curious as to if your thoughts and your feelings have changed about that. Yeah. You know, when I giving myself space to really break it down and incorporating, you know, what we've talked about pretty much in every single episode and what you just said, Erin, you know, makes a very unifying message that everything we do in this life has an opportunity to be a spiritual practice. Um, it's do we notice when we do it or when we even if you don't notice while you're doing something when you reflect on it sometimes that almost gives you insights to a different level of inviting um, the presence the divine presence god again what whatever word um, draws you near to the the holy anyways and so motherhood is just like that I mean, if I think about what do I do the most during the day, if I, if I, I'm going to do what we shouldn't do and I'm going to compartmentalize, if I reflect on my day and think how many hours I spent in certain things, most of the time doing something for my kids is going to be at the top of the list. So I'm mothering the most, even to my dog, I'm mothering (laughs) and sometimes to my spouse. (laughs) <laughs> Try not to start coughing I here. Know. Um, scared. Anyways, so being a mom is what I spend the majority of my day doing. And how wonderful is it to make that a spiritual practice? I mean, if we really think about it, um, and we've talked about the the basicness, the the easy, the simplicityness, if that's a word, it should be. Of, contemplative is just being present and aware. For me, it's being present and aware of something holy happening. So talking about contemplative motherhood is watching what the holy that happens in when I'm as a mom. Hmm. Um, and I can take that and label it something else, contemplative work, you know, right. what, whatever else it is. But again, as a mom, since I spend so much time doing it, there's so many opportunities to um, really div- to invite the divine in or even see it. You know, what, the one episode we talked about connecting to nature that holds a lot of similarities here because you can say connecting to your kids almost because, you know, you uh, if you've ever noticed a sunset or a sunrise or a rainbow 
or like a butterfly flying, just something that captures your eye that just seemed like it pop out of nowhere. And it just feels in that moment, a sacred moment. It's the same thing, you know, with our kids, sometimes giving them a drink of water or um, hearing their cute little voices that just keep talking and you don't even know what they're saying, but it's just cute. Something that pops out of you that's a little bit different. Like that to me is kind of that divine presence and noticing it. And, you know, um, there's just something so holy about motherhood and understanding it and knowing it as a spiritual practice. Mm. Because you get to do it with every fiber of your being, even when you're tired. And even when you're disciplining your kids, there's been many moments where one of my kids can be very challenging. um, And I don't know how to, I I don't know the best way to get to them, to teach them the right way. um, Where I just sit and I'm like, I need help. God, please just show me an image let me sit with this for a little bit. Give me patience. Am I doing the right thing? You know, even that too is that spiritual uh, practice, just appealing and, mm-hmm. and turning for help. Um, so as we further delve this out a little bit more and talk about it, you know, I think we could go on and on about how it incorporating it, our whole selves means incorporating all our identities. You know, incorporating our mother instinct, our mother label, even those labels that we carry as moms, like the chauffeur, the coach, uh, the tutor, the... Um, teacher. Teach, <laughs> yeah, there you go, Erin, the teacher. <laughs> You know, that's all us. That's how we were defined as our as our whole selves. And so, incorporating those as spiritual practices gives us such an opportunity to not feel like we're pulled in so many directions, but feel like we're actually maybe leading um, ourselves and and knowing that when we feel like our whole selves, we have an opportunity also to drop the guilt. You know, I know I've said this in one episode and Aaron brought it up here today too, is that we carry so much guilt sometimes as mothers. And this is a way to drop that guilt, that we're not doing everything perfectly. And even thinking of motherhood as a spiritual practice is not going to look pretty or perfect, mm. but we are who we are. Right. You know, and even that there's something sacred in accepting who you are as a mom. Like I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. I say the wrong things all the time. I should be more patient with my kids. Um, you know, those kind of things. Um, Erin, is there, I, is there anything else you want to say? Or are you ready for the practice? You let me know. No, I think, you know, just to affirm you in that, I think it's, it's just part of it is just leaving space. It's leaving that space for, um, all of our messy, beautiful chaos to be, in this place and still know and recognize the divine and being present in our homes as well as outside. And, you know, so often 
it can be intimidating. I think, um, at least it is for me when I think about adding something else, right? Um, I think the ultimate goal is to change the picture that we need to add more to a building that we're building, but rather know and envision an open space where there is room for all of these things. And most of all, there's room for the divine presence. Mm -hmm. And that is, we can do that, right? Like we can allow space in if we're already in it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And rather than thinking that we have to go somewhere or do something or check something off or there's a certain order of things that we need to do, I, I just encourage you if you're listening and you're a mom right where you are is right where you need to be mm-hmm. for this to be a spiritual practice. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And you're already doing it. Right. We all are already doing it. It's just opening yourself up or noticing or being present or aware, any, any of those fancy words. Um, but yeah, I, I love that. Thank you, Erin. So we're going to jump into our practice. And so the practice for this episode is we are going to be present as a mother. How easy does that sound? (laughs) If you would like to try this for one hour, of course it can be more. Spend time with your kids in a setting where you can be fully present to them. I mean, where you're not distracted by anything else you need to do. I always think about dishes and laundry. Those are my two trigger points. I could be doing something else while I'm playing with them. Not for this hour. Spend time with your kids where you can be fully present to them. Whether that is on the ground playing with them, answering unendless questions, feeding them unendless snacks, or just talking to them about what is on their mind. But thrust yourself fully into their world and invite the sacred into this space with you and your kids. Be silent when necessary. Ask probing questions that can't be answered with yes or no. Observe the interactions going on. Notice their body language. When the time is over, Take time to reflect on this experience. Sit quietly and see if an image comes to your mind. Journal if you feel led to it. And commit to do this practice again if you really found it fruitful. But most of all during this practice, enjoy the sacred time as a mother. Oh, what an invitation. I'm excited about that. Um, it's. I think, let's be honest, for some of us, it's going to be hard, right? Yeah. The laundry and the dishes, they don't go anywhere. Nope. And the toys on the floor. Don't put those <laughs> toys that away. That's okay. a Yes, it is. <laughs> for this one hour, it is okay. Absolutely. I want to share a quote for the day is from Rabbi Ruttenberg. Um, And she wrote a beautiful book called Nurturing the Wows. 
Um, And she says, my suspicion is that some mothers throughout history have experienced the work of parenting in deep ways. Not necessarily because people of one gender are inherently more or less or differently spiritual than people of other genders, but because the work of caring for kids can be chock full of powerful moments. And even if those mothers didn't experience something special, that doesn't mean we can't. Raising kids forces us into a lot of different emotions, processes, skills, encounters with the world and with ourselves. To say nothing of the variety of ways in which we relate to the tiny little people in front of us. When we care for our children, we can go so far down into love that we might find infinity on the other side. We can use the boring and the hard moments to pop us open. We can find new means of experiencing our bodies. We can open the doors of perception and immersive play and even find within the depth and intensity of these bonds something akin to the mystic. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, And please let us know how and specifics on how this episode has impacted you and how your practice went this week. Um, We're very excited to hear from you. And as always, we are very thankful that you have been here with us today. Have a wonderful day. Thank you again for joining us today on the Contemplative Motherhood Podcast with us, your host, Aaron Thomas and Chelsea Whipple. To get regular updates on our podcast, hear new episode drops, interact with us about past and future episodes, and find our show notes, make sure to go to our website, www.contemplativemotherhood.org. As always, we appreciate your support of this podcast and in helping us share our journey with others. So if you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. This helps us to cross paths with other pilgrim mamas across the board. So until next time.